Yes. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your Friday morning. Happy Friday, everyone. It is Friday, the 14th of April, 2023. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair for the final time this week, broadcasting through SEN 11.70am in Sydney, SENQ 6.93am in Brisbane and also SEN 16.20am on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736 anytime over the course of the next hour before at Jimmy Smith for the last time filling for Vossi in this stint. Vossi will be back with you Monday morning alongside Brandy uh, from 6am, Jimmy and Brandy and then for our Queensland listeners also from 6am, you you will get Pat and Heels. Good to be with you. Lots to get through over the course of the next hour, though. We'll look back at last night's win by the South Sydney Rabbitohs over the Dolphins. 36 points to 14 in just a second. A few fears over Magic Round. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. Plus, we'll get our rest of our Round 7 NRL preview with Charlie Goodso. He'll join me in the studio in about 15 minutes. And uh, EPL action and some Champions League talk as well with John Gallo in about half an hour. So lots to get through on this Friday morning. Let's get on with it. It's one and a half past five. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yes, hot water need replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. So it was South Sydney 36 over the Dolphins 14 last night at Suncorp Stadium. Before we get your thoughts on the match and really want your thoughts, South starting uh, to come good after a slow start to the season. The Dolphins, they were leading at halftime. If you missed any of it, this is how it took place on SEN last night. 40 out from the Rabbitohs line, goes high, test here for Tane Mill, was it a knockback? He certainly touched it, scooped up by the Dolphins and Robert Jennings. Yeah, six to go here for the Dolphins, big opportunity, oh. they've gone the short side. They go the short side, they're, they're going to score, Breaker <laughs> Lee, <laughs> the Dolphins, start. well that is fantastic, they've scored already two minutes in, in fact it's Ewan Aiken who scored, and the Dolphins are over. They're only a few metres away, centre field, Ilias. Decoy there from Kolomatangi, and then eventually Mitchell Campbell, Graham, and South Sydney respond. It's taken a while, but they're over the Rabbitohs. Graham scores, 6-4, kick to calf. Oh. Now Aitken from dummy half, showing brute strength. And now Marshall King sells some candy, like a thief of the night, Jeremy Marshall King. Plants it down for the Dolphins second. Wrapped up the ball, Branko Lee needed to for the Dolphins. Now back towards Moale, last play. Ilias Crossfield, Graham, Graham takes it, scores. They'll check this, Dolphins player went down. As Klein points to the spot, they will check this, but for now, Graham has scored for the Rabbitohs. Ilias for South Sydney, Walker, and here they go, Tass, he's got support on the outside with Johnston, can he get away from Asako? Back to Tass, came off his tummy, Walker claiming the try, surely Tass has knocked that on. Oh, Walker they're going to give it. Claiming the try, Klein's awarded it. There's Mitchell with the conversion, 20 points to 14 as Mitchell converts. Off the back of the penalty, South Sydney by six, 21 and a half minutes remaining. And here they go with Tass on the outside, Alex Johnson, he won't need him, Isaiah Tass. And Tass is over in the corner. The Rabbitohs have yet another, and they can smell victory here at Suncorp Stadium. Walker, and here's Latrell Mitchell. Too much strength, he's too strong, they cannot stop him. And Mitchell scores to rub salt into the wounds of the Dolphins as the crowd is silenced. 
Out the back again, Walker. Asako came out of his line, and Alex Johnston, he is a try-scoring machine. And Johnston has another. That is his 169th career try, the leading all-time South Sydney Rabbitoh try-scorer. Look out, Ken Irvine. Here he comes. Full-time here at Suncorp Stadium as the siren sounds, and South Sydney with their fourth win of the season. That's now three wins in their last four games. They moved to four and three, defeating the Dolphins 36 points to 14. A 30 points to nil second half from South Sydney. A double to Campbell Graham. Tries to Walker, Tass, Mitchell, and Alex Johnston. And the Dolphins, Marshall King and Aitken, the try scorers, 36 points to 14. The final score in what turned out, gents, to be an emphatic South Sydney victory. Yeah, South Sydney, too good last night over the Dolphins, 36 points to 14. I mentioned the Dolphins were leading, though, 14 points to six at half time. And you thought, and they scored in, what, the second minute of the game as well. And you just thought maybe it was the Dolphins again uh, to cause what would have been, uh, I suppose, an upset. Although it's always hard to tip against the Dolphins the way they've started their campaign this season. But South's too good in the end. 36 points to 14. A very good second half. Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, all very, very good. Uh, Cam Murray, uh, under a bit of... Uh, it might be in a bit of trouble. Uh, he's been placed in a report twice uh, in that first half in the space of 23 minutes. In the 28th minute, with the late shot on Cody Nikarima. Didn't appear to be too serious, but his fifth minute high shot on, on the Dolphins hooker Jeremy Marshall King could see him charged by the NRL match review committee. Keon Kolomitangi also hobbled off in the 53rd minute with an ankle injury. But other than that, another really good night for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 36 points to 14. Uh, yeah, the first half, you sort of wondered what was going to go on, but their second half, very good. And I suppose it begs the question, poses the question now, where do you put South Sydney? Because a fortnight, well, not even a fortnight ago, a week ago, before their game against the Bulldogs, they weren't in um, great form. But where do you rate them now? Two wins in a row um, and starting to play some good footy. Latrell Mitchell starting to get himself into the game a bit more. Cody Walker, very good. Where do you put them? 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. They have a big test next Thursday night against the Penrith Panthers. And the Dolphins, whilst they would no doubt be disappointed uh, with the loss, especially leading as well, 14 points to 6 at halftime. That'll just be another learning curve uh, for them. But at Suncorp Stadium, which we're going to talk about in just a second, uh, the surface at Suncorp Stadium, they'll be disappointed they let, that, they let that lead go. Next Sunday afternoon at Suncorp, big one. Dolphins up against the Gold Coast Titans. It's the 2 o'clock game next Sunday afternoon. So very much looking forward to that. Your thoughts on last night's game and what is going to be the big story across the weekend? Give me your headline what we're going to be talking about on Monday morning. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line anytime. 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on last night's game. But what are we going to be talking about come Monday morning? What is your headline? What are you most looking forward to over the weekend of sport? Uh, we will talk about the rest of round seven of the National Rugby League after the next break with Charlie Goodsir, who will join me in the studio. But in the meantime, there's been a lot of talk this week about Magic Round uh, for various reasons. Of course, the AFL have Gather Round. That got underway last night. I'll give you the score later, but the Adelaide Crows, very convincing winners over Carlton uh, last night at the Adelaide Oval. But the other talking point, and Jimmy and Brandy have been getting texts about this all throughout the week, is the surface 
at Suncorp Stadium. And I have to say, uh, I hadn't noticed really much wrong with the surface, but uh, the NRL has commissioned an independent turf specialist to establish the safety of Brisbane Suncorp Stadium uh, playing surface after multiple New South Wales clubs expressed concerns ahead of the ground's eight-game onslaught in Magic Round. Now, alarmingly, Suncorp Stadium's surface started coming apart uh, last week during Brisbane's loss to Canberra, with Raiders CEO Don Ferner admitting players were taking big chunks from the grass. Now, there's only three weeks until Magic Round, three weeks today, uh, and we know uh, there'll be eight games there, so this kicks off on the 5th of May, so uh, three weeks today, which we're very much looking forward to. Uh, but Graham Annesley has uh, said that he has going to organise an independent look at it, uh, I suppose, to inspect the patchy Suncorp Stadium surface. The NRL, by the way, also has concerns over the Accor Stadium surface in Sydney, which I think has looked a lot worse than the Suncorp Stadium surface. Anyway, uh, there's a lot going to be played on Suncorp Stadium as well. We saw uh, in the lead-up to Magic Round, we saw the game last night, of course, but we've also got a, uh, three NRL games in the next few weeks, a Queensland Reds rugby match and a Brisbane Raw A-League match to be played at the ground before Magic Round. Um, so Graham Annesley has ordered an independent review of Suncorp. He said, I've been watching games at Suncorp over recent weeks and have been similarly concerned by some of the scuffing of the surface. We contacted stadium management and have been assured all the standard test readings taken regularly are within the normal range. However, with Magic Round not far away, I commissioned an independent inspection of the venue by a turf specialist, and I expect to have the results by early next week. He did also say, though, there is no threat to Magic Round, but the independent report to assess the field surface is part of our due diligence. Uh, we are just doing the right thing by our players, uh, clubs and players, to reassure them the surface will be in a safe and suitable condition to host Magic Round. So probably not a bad thing, probably a good idea just to make sure uh, the surface is okay. Uh, I remember last year, though, and Jimmy made mention of this earlier on in the week. Um, I remember doing the show here on the Friday, and then I caught the flight up on the Friday, and there was a lot of talk uh, in Queensland and in Sydney um, about all the rain that was coming to Brisbane. Um, in the end, the, the rain wasn't as bad as some forecasted, but it still rained most of the two Friday night games and basically all through Saturday. Wasn't until the Sunday we got some sun out, and look, I don't, can't remember how many injuries were picked up across Magic Round last weekend, last year, but the surface held up okay. So hopefully that will be the same. Um, apparently, over the next uh, sixteen or seventeen days, they are forecasting thirteen days of rain in Queensland. So one to watch, but uh, Magic Round. Well, they can't move it now. Surely they couldn't move it. Anyway, uh, we'll see what the independent. Uh, checking of the Suncorp surface does. 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170 at 11 and a half past five. Your thoughts on last night's game? Where do you put South Sydney now? Two wins in a row and starting to look pretty good. And what are you most looking forward to on this weekend of sport? The NRL, the AFL, EPL starting to heat up as well. A-League, is there something else? What's going to be the headline on Monday morning? 0457 736 736, our text number. Or you can uh, call the open line, 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we'll look at the rest of round seven of the NRL when Charlie Goodsir joins me in the studio. It is 12 past five, Friday morning. Tradies News in a nutshell. Charlie Goodsir with our NRL preview in just a second. Thoughts on last night's match, 0457 736 736. What are you most looking forward to across the weekend of sport? If Magic Round had to be moved from Brisbane, 
Where would you put it? Where would you put it on three weeks' notice? Anywhere in the world. Where would you buy your ticket to go and watch Magic Round? Let's have a bit of fun with it on this Friday morning. Don't say Sydney or Melbourne. Somewhere. Where would you be 100% in if they said today Magic Round had to be moved? Which it won't be. But if it had to be. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 736 736. Where in the world, all expenses paid ticket, would you go and watch Magic Round? All eight games of the NRL. Um, and this one on the back of last night's match as well. Wayne Bennett. Uh, believes Latrell Mitchell has the ability to be a champion 5-8th. Um, now, this is an interesting one. He said, I think Latrell is a great player. He can play centres or fullback. When push comes to shove later in his life, he might be able to play 5-8th, but that's another day and another matter. Latrell is a wonderful player. We all love watching him play. He makes your job easy as a coach because he has got so much going for him. He's very footy savvy and a good competitor. Latrell loves playing football. He likes being part of a team and makes a good contribution to the team. Um, Latrell Mitchell at 5'8". Now, I'm one. He's very good fullback. I still think he's a better centre. I think he's probably the best centre in the game. Uh, very good fullback. What would he, how would you think he would go at 5'8"? 0457 736 736 or 1300-01170. He, he did play a bit of 5'8 in his Roosters days. Very rarely. Probably played a handful of games. Um, wasn't overly impressive. Wasn't bad either. Um, but obviously didn't do it on a consistent basis. Could you ever see a Latrell Mitchell moving from fullback to 5'8 for Souths or any other team in the future? What do you reckon? Latrell Mitchell at 5'8". Would it work for South Sydney? Maybe when Cody Walker retires. Would you like to see it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Your thoughts on last night's game as well? Where do you put Souths now? Uh, are they one of your premiership favourites again? Uh, if they weren't in the first place, are they now? Um, and Magic Round, they've ordered a review into the surface of Suncorp Stadium. Graham Annesley said Magic Round's not under threat. They just want to make sure the surface is up to standard. If it was to be moved, where in the world would you like to go and watch Magic Round? All expenses paid ticket, eight games of NRL. Where would you like to go and watch it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is 19 past five. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Yes, Friday morning, Tradies news in a nutshell, which means, well, we didn't speak last week, but uh, that's because I wasn't here. But I'm back. Uh, Charlie Good, sir, hello. Good morning. Now, I just warn you, in about three weeks' time, I'm taking that Friday off to go to Magic Round, so there'll be no segment that week. I might get you on the Wednesday, because that deserves a preview, doesn't it? Yeah, Magic yeah, Round. it's Magic Round. It's you're, Magic Round. You're it, very it excited about Gather Round as well in the AFL. Yeah, I am. I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it doesn't matter about which one's better or who stole mm. the concept from who, blah, blah, blah. I think it's fun that mm. our sporting codes are experimenting with these sort of ideas, mm. and it can only lead to... Better and greater things. And as I mentioned earlier on in the week, I was up there for Magic Round last year. I'm going again in a few weeks. The city of Brisbane, which I'm sure the same will be said in Adelaide uh, this weekend as well, um, is just fantastic. So both those cities will be making a lot of money over the next month. But let's stick with NRL. Of course, one game down and dusted. Game up in Brisbane last night, of course. But two really intriguing games tonight. Uh, round seven of the National Rugby League. Shark Park, Points Bet Stadium. The Cronulla Sharks taking on the Sydney Roosters. This is 6pm. You'll hear this one on SEN as well. Jimmy Smith and the team calling that one. Sharks, last time they're at home, led 20-0 to the Warriors. Got run down. 
the Roosters, very poor against Melbourne, a good Melbourne side last week at Amy Park. It's an interesting game. I don't know what to make of the Sharks. The Sharks are very similar to the Cowboys, where mm. we know they're good and we know that their best is good, but they really haven't shown it. Um, their defense, uh, their trademark defense from last year, I mean, both teams really has just gone out the window. So that's why I'm going to go to the Roosters. Mm. I just think um, that, that game against uh, the Storm was a bit of a bit of an aberration. I think Victor Radley really cost them by going off early, th- mm. those two tries, and it was sort of game over after they scored those mm. two and he came back on the field. Uh, yeah, expecting a much better performance uh, from the Roosters, so that's why I'm tipping them uh, this this week. Yeah, I think an important game for both teams. Sharks want to make that Shark Park more of a fortress again. Mm. The Roosters, as you say, want to hit back against uh, the Sharks after that loss against the Storm. And that game, at 18-8 at halftime, you knew the Roosters weren't coming back. They just didn't look switched on. Matt Lodge returns to the bench, which helps the Roosters. I think they win. I think it'll be close, but I think they should be good enough to get the win. 8pm tonight, Manly Sea Eagles up against the Melbourne Storm, the old Battle of Brookvale. Storm, very good the past couple of weeks against South Sydney and then the Roosters, as we just mentioned. While Manly haven't had a great few weeks, uh, lost in Golden Point to South, had the draw against Newcastle, uh, then soundly beaten by Penrith last weekend. They are back at home. Bit of a question mark on Tom Travojevic's fitness. How do you see this one going? Yeah, I, in previous years, I would have seen this fixture at Brookvale Oval uh, as uh, the be-all and end-all of the week. Mm. But... Yeah, it's, it's not that same rivalry anymore. It's still going to be a good game, I think. I think the Storm take this just because Manly, th- their defense is really poor. Mm. Um, we talked about the Sharks having their poor defense. They, they're they just leaking way too many points. And even in their wins, we saw that against the Eels mm. as well, where they were just really sloppy and really tired. Um, same against Newcastle. I mean, like our attack has improved a lot since last season, but I wouldn't be you know, giving away 32 points to likes of Newcastle consistently. Mm. And we saw that. I mean, that game was shocking yeah. uh, against Penrith last week. I mean, find yourself down. 32 nil at half Yeah, 32 nil yeah. at half time. And you know, it's just not great. I, I think the Storm are looking a little bit better. I'm interested to see how Munster goes at, at fullback, um, mm-hmm. considering Nick Mann is out uh, with uh, concussion at the 11-day stand down. I think he'll do a great job at, at fullback. I really like Jonah Pezzett as mm. well. Um, I know that... Um, I know that Joel Kane is very keen on Pezzett going to the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go the Storm. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I don't think that's how the Storm play. So I'm, I'm tipping about a, a 20 to, to 8 scoreline. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of an upset here. On the Braviso, Travoyevich plays. I just, uh, Brookvale Oval, Friday night, you'd expect a packed crowd. I'm going to tip Manly. I, I may nice, nice. live to. I only got two right last weekend, so I may live to regret that. Mm. But I think they might be able to beat the Storm at home. Should be an interesting match. Now, three games tomorrow, 3 p.m. over in New Zealand. The Warriors up against the Cowboys. Now, the Warriors lost to a good night side last weekend. They probably wouldn't want to lose. Well, no team wants to lose two in a row because then there'll be question marks about was the start of the season just a bit of an, uh, uh, not a fluke, but just something that might not go for the rest of the season. Whilst the Cowboys, they've been dreadful uh, the opening few weeks of the competition. Yeah, you, you don't want to hope that it's a it's a false dawn. That's uh, the word also. the Warriors. Yes. Yeah, I, I can see it on the tip of your tongue. Um I think the Warriors will win. Mm. I think they played really well against Newcastle last week, even though they did lose. Mm. Um, I think Sean Johnson has found a bit of a second win mm. um, in his career. I think he's playing with a lot more confidence. I think he's happy. I think the team looks really happy. Mm. I, I just think I put down to their 
loss against Newcastle as backing up from a really big performance against the Sharks and then not having a, a home game um, yeah. the, the next week. They, and I wonder if they mm, flew back. And yeah. Then, yeah I'm, I'm not sure if they flew back and, and then um, flew back to, to Newcastle. But um, we also saw reports in the week that because of how bruising that game was against the Sharks, a lot of players didn't train during mm. the week. So again, week off. So that's why I read into the fact that they lost. I think they were just a little bit underdone. Mm. Um, I think they bounced back this week against the Cowboys, who have been really bad. They, mm. um, I think the Dolphins allowed them to get back into the game at certain points, but I don't think they ever really looked like winning. Um, really disappointed in what they've done so far this season. So I think they'll lose. I think, uh, yeah, Warriors to win. I'm with you, the Warriors win. Just on that Cowboys-Dolphins game, I was in Melbourne and I got back to where we were staying. Only saw the second half. Hadn't even checked the score. And half time is 20 points to six. You're right. The Cowboys did get back into the match. And, of course, they have the talent to go on to win it. But they never looked like they were going to win the match, if mm. that makes sense. Yep. The Dolphins control that game well. I think the Cowboys have probably been the disappointment of the season so far. I mean, you can throw the Tigers into that, but from what you expect the Cowboys to do, and I know it's still early on in the season, to what we've seen, they've not been that good. No, I, I think you can rule them out of finals. Mm. To be honest, I'm ready to rule that out now, and I think bottom four could be on the cards if they don't seriously start to turn their form around. We had a text, or I had a text earlier on in the week saying it is a different side to last year, and I understand that, but you'd still expect them to be around that top eight, Mark. So it's not that different from, from no. last year. They've still got that core group mm. of players. So we'll see if they could turn things around. I'm with you, Warriors, uh, for mine now. Tomorrow, also at 5.30, the Newcastle Knights taking on the Penrith Panthers. Look, Newcastle very good and have been good over the past few weeks, it has to be said. But Penrith just seemed to be clicking into gear over the past fortnight. It is in Newcastle, though. Newcastle have won a couple of games at home in a row now, Hooray! which been unheard of for a while. How do you see this one going? This one's a danger game, and not in the way you expect. It's not a danger game for Penrith that they might lose. It's a danger game for Newcastle on how they lose. <laughs> yes. Because I'm predicting Penrith win this game. Yep. Um, but what I want to see from Newcastle is what we saw last year during the middle of the season, where had Penrith come, 50 points dropped on us. The Eels come, 50 points. Melbourne, 50 points. I don't want to see that again. Mm. I'm fine with a high-scoring game mm. uh, in which, you know, it's like, 30 to 22 or whatever mm. to Penrith. Mm. What I don't want to see is Penrith run up a score and Newcastle give up, mm. which there's nothing to suggest that that will happen this season. They haven't shown that at all. I think they've been really great. I think that chase down from four players, including Tyson Frizzell, uh, on, I forget the Warriors player who intercepted the ball, but um, that sort of uh, defense I really like and is really encouraging Knights fans. Mm. I'm going Penrith, but not by a lot. Danger game for Newcastle. Don't let don't let it blow out. Don't let it blow out. I'm going to tip Penrith, and this game reminds me a little of what happened last year at the start of the season. That's also what I'm worried about at Bathurst. Mm. Yeah. Now it was earlier on. I think it was around three, maybe. And the Knights had won their first two games in a row, and everyone was talking them up. And then Panthers easily beat yeah. them. I hope it is a contest. I still think. Uh, Penrith beat Newcastle, but hopefully it's a close game. Uh, the final game tomorrow night, Titans up against the Broncos on the Gold Coast. You'd expect a big crowd there. Titans, good win over the Dragons last weekend. The Broncos, their first loss of the year against Canberra, which was a little surprising. It also It is on the Gold Coast, but do you expect Brisbane to bounce back from their first loss, or are you going to do what you do most weeks and tip the Titans? I'm tipping the Gold Coast Titans, and that's not to be funny or anything. I, I think this is my upset of the week. I think the Broncos were really poor last week against the Raiders. Um, I think they just thought it was going to happen. And 
not to say they rocked up and didn't respect the opponent. I think they did, but I think they just thought that when they were down, uh, you know, a, a couple of points early or even in the second half, they just thought, oh, well, we're a good team. Something's going to happen. Mm. And it didn't. Mm. Um, so I think that they'll get a, you know, that's a lesson that they can learn for this week. But I just think the Titans, there's something, there's something brewing. Mm. And I'm really excited for the Reese Walsh, uh, Jen Campbell battle. Mm. Uh, I think Jaden Campbell, if he plays well in this game and if the Titans win and he outperforms Reese Walsh, Mate, he could be looking at an Origin jersey. That's my that's my big call. Uh, yeah, quote me on that. Fourteenth um, of April. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, the Gold Coast Titans to win. All right. Two games on Sunday. Canberra up against the Dragons. Canberra were good against Brisbane last weekend. The Dragons. They thought they had that much one when Ben Hunt scored the try with about five minutes to go. A lot of talk about the Dragons this week um, about the future of their coach Anthony Griffin and who may coach them past this year. Canberra at home usually hard to beat. I think Canberra win. Go on the Dragons. Mm. Just because I think, to use this word again, I think it might be a bit of a false dawn uh, at the Raiders that, um, you know, they beat the Broncos. I think they put a lot of effort into that game. And I think the Dragons would just be so typical to be, to put on the performance they did last week, to Mm. have the game sewn up and somehow lose it. Mm. And then be hounding the media all week, talking to Billy Slater, getting rejected, Board meeting with, you know, shortlisting all these candidates, being hounded at every every single angle. They come out with a backs-to-the-wall performance in Canberra where they haven't won a lot of games, no, I don't think. No, they haven't. But I think Ben Hunt is going to go lights out. I think the team's really going to galvanise, and I think they'll get the win against the Raiders. Wouldn't surprise me. No, nothing that happens in that game would surprise yeah, me. It's, it's a weird game. You don't know who, <laughs> who to go for. And that is 2pm on Sunday, going back to the 2pm games now. And the final game of round seven of the NRL, the Eels taking on the Bulldogs. Now, the Eels beat the Tigers a few days ago on Easter Monday. Less than convincing to post their second win of the year. The Bulldogs, are obviously, not very convincing at all against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, no kick out now. You think the Eels win, but the Bulldogs always get up for these games against Parramatta. If the Bulldogs were fit and firing, mm. I would be tipping the Bulldogs, mm. um, even if they had a few injuries out. Um, but I think their injury list is really mounting. Mm. I think they're getting really tired. I think that was a. The 50-16 to 16 scoreline against the Bunnies didn't really reflect how tight the actual game was. Because mm. um, they, they were competitive for most of it, and I think they just... That, and uh, they scored it, first. That, and that injury to Josh Adokai, I think, really cost them on that on that left edge as well, uh, on the right edge, rather. Um, so I think uh, it's going to be the Eels, but the only reason I say that, again, because they're less than convincing against the Tigers, the only reason I say that is because the Bulldogs are just decimated at the moment. Now, speaking of the Tigers, do they get the two points against the bye? Oh, it's going to be tough. I think it goes to Golden Point, and I think they just get it. Luke Brooks field goal. And next week, we'll be previewing uh, almost a week ahead. So when we are talking next Friday, there's going to be games on the Tuesday afterwards for Anzac Day. So lots to talk about next weekend. Can't wait. Yeah, always a special weekend, Anzac Day weekend. That will be next week. Charlie, great stuff. We'll chat next Friday morning. Thank you very much. Charlie Good, sir, with our NRL preview. It is 28 to 6. We're going to talk football with John Gallo on the other side of the next break. Thoughts on all of that? What are your predictions for the weekend? What are you most looking forward to in the weekend of sport? 0457 736 736. Or you can call the open line 1300 011170. Your thoughts on last night's match as well? South Sydney over the Dolphins. The South Sydney, one of your premiership favourites now. Wayne Bennett 
has come out and said Latrell Mitchell could play 5 8 future in his uh, in his future. He's only 25 years old, Latrell Mitchell. Maybe when Cody Walker retires, do you think Latrell at 5 8 would be a good move? And what is Latrell's best position? And also, Graham Annesley has ordered an independent look at the Suncorp Stadium surface. It did look a bit dusty last night, um, heading into Magic Round in three weeks to make sure it is safe. It's not going to be moved. But if it was to be moved and you had an all-expenses-paid ticket, where in the world would you like to see Magic Round played in three weeks? Anywhere in the world. Bit of fun for you on the Friday morning. Think anywhere, anywhere you could go. Absolutely anywhere. All free. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 We'll take a break. John Gallo next, talking all things football. John Gallo talking all things football in just a second, the round ball game. Before that, let's go to the open line. 1300 01 Michael from Marrickville's on the line. Morning to you, Michael. Good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well. How are you on this Friday? Oh, mate, sensational! That's good. That, that's that's always good. It's always it's always a yeah, different sorry. feeling on a Friday, isn't it? Oh, it is, mate. The weekend starts on a Thursday. That's how I've trained my brain to think. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> mate, um, the the city of preference that I would love to go and watch. Like, there's beautiful cities all over the world, obviously, but like Melbourne, mate, they do it so well. They really do. I went and saw Liverpool play against Melbourne Victory with 96,000 people and that was absolutely amazing. Just the venues going in, going out, mm. easy to do, magnificent facilities and that, uh, mate, I'm a Sydney sider mm. and that's definitely where I'd rather watch any any big sport, especially um, the, the big round of rugby league, you know, where we all play mm. up in Brisbane. I'd love to watch it in Melbourne. And, mate, I've got to say, mm. I've got to give credit to Adelaide. I wish I knew about the gather round earlier. Mm. I would have absolutely went. I think that sounds magnificent, mate, watching all the nine games mm. all within the vicinity where you can get to every single game. I think that's awesome. And they're not played at the one oval. No. So I think that's great, mate. Love the show. You have a wonderful, wonderful day and a great weekend, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Thanks, mate. You too. Uh, thank you for the call. And just speaking of uh, the AFL as well, last night, gather round beginning. Adelaide Crows, big winners over Carlton, 18-10, 118 to Carlton, 9-8-62. It's interesting. Uh, we're talking about Magic Round this uh, this morning. Where would you like to see it if it was moved from Suncorp Stadium? Graham Annesley has ordered an independent review into the surface of um, Suncorp Stadium, but he has said uh, Magic Round's not under the threat. It'll still be at Suncorp Stadium. It'll still be in Brisbane. But if it was to be moved, where in the world would you like to see it moved? Michael just wants to see it moved to Melbourne. And we talked about that earlier on in the week. It wouldn't be a bad place to host it. I could probably think of a few other places, though, I'd rather go uh, in the world. Uh, Dan says Rio um, on the text. Rio, yep. Uh, and Lee on the text, 0457-736-736, says AT&T Stadium in Dallas. Lee from Brisbane. So there's Melbourne, there's Dallas, there's Rio. Let's see what this next man thinks. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And I do actually think, as I welcome John Gallo in, I still think, uh, as we talk about Magic Round, I still think uh, Michael on the open line had a bit of a point. I do think Melbourne would, if we were being realistic, and obviously would be keeping it in Australia, I think Melbourne would be awesome for Magic Round. Morning to you, John. Morning to you, Dan. Yes, 
uh, Melbourne would be a good spot. It's a, it's a sports city of Australia, pretty much, with a number of events they get down there, but they do a, a very good job of hosting. So I understand uh, why uh, the previous caller said, said Melbourne. Um, Where would you me, have it? Yeah. Have say, yeah, for me, I'd say, thinking about it, I'm going to go to London Ooh. in the UK, mm. I think, with the Super League and the, and the enormity of the Super League over there, the amount of people that follow NRL. Uh, over here as well. I think it would be very, very good to have it over in London, the UK. I think it's a rugby league hotspot, and uh, I think the amount of pubs, the, the amount of stadiums around the place, all in short walking distance or train distance, bus distance, whatever you like to take to get to the stadium, I think would be the best option for me. I would love to be in London for, well, I'd love to be in London any time, really, but I'd love to be in London for Magic Round. That would be good. Of course, the Super League does do a Magic Round around the UK. That's who uh, the NRL stole the idea off, and now the AFL stole the idea off the NRL. Who stole the idea off the Super League? Um, no, it would be great uh, to have it played in London, but it will be in Brisbane. We're actually going to be there in a few weeks' time looking um, forward to that. All right, let's get to the football, though, because there's a lot to discuss in such a short amount of time, Jonathan. So let's get stuck into it. EPL uh, back tomorrow morning at uh, tomorrow morning, tomorrow night at 9.30pm. Aston Villa will host Newcastle. Yeah, big game this uh, for Newcastle to try and stay inside the four, obviously, United finding some form recently and uh, third and fourth spot is definitely up for grabs. Newcastle sitting in third on 56 points and so is Man United. The only thing that separates the two teams is goal difference for Newcastle. Villa have been in brilliant form. Uh, you know, Emery in the last two months, two and a half months, has really transformed Villa. They've become a, a real powerhouse and a team that's taking a lot of scouts at the moment. Um, some fantastic form from some of their key attackive players. But I'm going to go with Newcastle. I think Newcastle will edge it out 1-0. It'll be a close game, a cracking game. I think Newcastle United will win. Interesting textures coming about Magic Round. I'll get back to that shortly after we go through these matches. Stack of matches at midnight, Saturday night, Sunday morning at Southampton Crystal Palace. Oof, I'm going to go with Crystal Palace. I think Palace will turn things around. Oh, boy, Roy will, uh, will turn things around there eventually. Southampton, bottom place. Southampton is struggling at the moment. I think Crystal Palace will get the win. Everton to host Fulham. Big game. Everton are really, again, struggling recently. Sean Dyche can't really get a tune out of his side at the moment. Things are looking pretty pear-shaped. The in-round relegation as well. A lot to play for for Everton, but I think Fulham, the way Marco Silva's got his side running there, I think they'll get back to winning ways, Fulham. This will be an interesting one. You'd expect Tottenham to get the win over Bournemouth. Do you see it going that way? I do, but uh, Bournemouth have been, you know, they're in the relegation dogfight themselves. They've got a lot to play for. Um, but Spurs trying to get into that four as well. I think Spurs might just edge this one out one or two, and it'll be a close game, but I think Spurs just. Uh, also, at midnight, I said there's a stack of games. Wolves will play Brentford. Every game's on midnight, Dan. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, Wolves, I'm going to go. Uh, difficult one. They've just come off a good win against Chelsea last weekend. Brentford are playing really well with Thomas Front this season. I'm going to edge towards Bradford. I think Bradford might win this one. They've just been too good overall this season. Wolves with a lot of confidence after knocking over Chelsea, but I think Bradford will, will win this one. At Chelsea, who's had another bad week losing in the Champions League yesterday, they will play Brighton. Yeah, Chelsea have been in really poor form again. Uh, with, with, as you said, losing 2-0 to Real Madrid, which had to be expected during the midweek game in the Champions League. 
Chelsea are really struggling at the moment, aren't they? They just lost to Wolves as well on the weekend, as I touched on before. Brighton in wonderful form. Roberto De Zerbi has got the side really going along nicely. They've got top six spots to grab as Brighton, so a lot to play for with a potential Europa League position. I'm going to go Brighton. I think 1-0 to Brighton. 2.30 Sunday morning, Man City still in that title race, hosting Leicester City, who are in the battle in that relegation zone. Yeah, I think in the last five games, Man City have won on the trot in the Premier League to score, I think, 24, 25 goals in five games, which is really scary when you think about it. Harland's playing unbelievably well. So is Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, all the big names, just stepping up another gear that we didn't think we would see from Man City, certainly not this season. Um, but they've done that exactly you know, to the absolute T. And Pep Guardiola at the moment has got this side looking probably really dangerous. I would hate to play Man City anytime soon. I think this could be 3 or 4 nil to Man City. And Arsenal, they travel away Sunday night at 11pm. They'll play West Ham. Yeah, well, Arsenal, uh, some people thinking uh, on the verge of a bit of a slump at the moment. They had a draw against Liverpool, which I didn't think was a bad result, given that it was away from home. Uh, but some people think that uh, Arsenal could be stumbling a little bit, but I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think Arsenal being convincing against uh, the sides low down the table. West Ham struggling around relegation as well. A lot of pressure on West Ham at the moment. I think Arsenal 2 or 3 nil. Monday morning, 1.30, Nottingham Forest to play Man United. Well, the Man United have been very, very good the last couple of games. They've obviously won two games back-to-back in the Premier League. They're currently leading last time I looked at the scoreline this morning, 2-0 against Seville in the Europa League uh, quarter-final there. So, playing a lot of confidence at the moment, Man United. I think uh, they'll get their three three wins on the trot for the Premier League. I think Forest uh, just don't have the, the power at the moment. They're in a real slump. They've had four losses and one draw in the last five games. I don't think they're in any shape to be playing Man United. So I think United will win. And we will be talking actually next Tuesday morning when this game is on, looking back at the round. But Leeds United, Liverpool, this will be next Tuesday morning at 5am. Yeah, big game. Mm, huge Normally game. I would say Liverpool hands down, but I think Leeds being in relegation, uh, I think there's the Ellen Road as well. So this is going to be a real buzzing stadium at the moment. And for Liverpool to walk into that cauldron, it'll be a difficult task. Um, I'm going with a draw on this one. I think it might be a one-all draw. A couple of texts here. Thank you. A couple of texts read Magic Round. Uh, one saying the NRL should take a Magic Round uh, to Melbourne when the AFL next year take Gather Round to Adelaide to take advantage of uh, no AFL in Melbourne. That's sort of... Look, I've heard worse ideas. Um, that, would, that would be interesting if the NRL did that. But you'd, you'd obviously then have to hold back on releasing draws because the NRL draw tends to uh, come out quicker. And another one for you, John, and I don't know if this would work, but EPL, Magic Round and EPL, could it ever happen? It's probably probably too many games, I would say, but it would be a good concept. Good concept, yeah, but as you said, probably too many games to go through. But I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, rivalry round or something like that. Liverpool versus Everton, Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool maybe as well. Um, there could be a possibility, but I just say, yeah, I think it'll be too many teams uh, at the moment to do to do a magic round concept. But it's an interesting point. It's maybe something that the EPL are probably discussing behind closed doors, something to, to get the fans involved. Um, so we, we may see it in, in the near future, but I don't think anytime soon. We know that EPL looks at the NRL and AFL for ideas, John, so no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, they take pen and paper out, and they absolutely <laughs> scribble down a lot of things. And That's right. Probably a lot of it's probably negative, but it's, 
they're taking notes at least, which is good. And here's a couple before I let you go. This one from Jason. I think Magic Round should be in New Zealand for the development of rugby league. Good text. And another one on a similar line from Andy. He says, Magic Round, four games Auckland, four games Wellington, doubleheader every day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Look, I think New Zealand. Lovely place to go for a weekend away. Auckland, Wellington. Yeah, I I, I can see yeah, that idea absolutely. as well. Uh, John, great stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday morning about uh, the rest. We'll wrap up the EPL. We'll have Leeds and Liverpool in action on a Tuesday morning. So we're looking forward to that. And it's been a big week for Australian soccer, of course, with the Matildas getting a win over England as well. So all starting to get very exciting ahead of that Women's World Cup in now 97 days' time. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Looking forward to it all. And as you said, a lot of football coming around the corner here in Australia and New Zealand, which we're absolutely buzzing for. I think it'll be fantastic uh, football to come. So, yeah, looking forward to it. A lot of EPL action still to go as the Premier League title race goes on, top four races on, and the relegation battle down below. So a lot of little battles going on in the EPL at the moment this season. It's been an unbelievable season. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to go through it more and more next week, mate. Thank you, John. Uh, And, of course, Get ready for our trip uh, to Brisbane in just a few weeks. Side. Thank you, mate. Speak on Tuesday. See you, mate. Talk to you soon. John Gallo talking all things football. Uh, we will take a break. We'll finish with some of your texts in just a second. It is ten and a half to six. Uh, breakfast not too far away. Now, gather round in the AFL continues tonight after Adelaide's big win over Carlton tonight. So today at 5.10, Fremantle taking on the Gold Coast. And then the Sydney Swans are in action tonight at 10 past eight against Richmond. The Swans just lost, didn't they, last weekend, last Saturday. Almost got that goal on the, well, after, almost after the siren. So close. Anyway, they're up against Richmond tonight at 10 past eight. So let's see if they can bounce back uh, at Adelaide Oval, part of Gather Round. Let's finish with a few texts. Uh, another nomination for rivalry around in the EPL that John was talking about. Uh, this from Magpie Swanee. Uh, Arsenal versus Tottenham. They hate each other. Yeah, that would be that would be very good to see. Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Everton. He might be onto something. Thank you, Magpie Swanee. Good text. Uh, this in relation to one of Charlie's comments in our preview uh, from Andy. Charlie shouldn't be drinking at five thirty a.m. Look, I don't think he is. Uh, Jaden Campbell for Origin. He would be seventh in line. All right, I'll pass that on uh, to Charlie. No drinking before. At least 6 a.m. for Charlie. Do drink responsibly. Um, and this one on the trail, Mitchell. Uh, he's not fit enough for fullback. Personally, I think he's a lock of 5'8 playing in the middle. Would do him a world of good as it would get him into the game. And the Cowboys and Sharks have second-year syndrome. Last year, new styles, a lot of rookies and players in new positions. Teams have figured them out. Thank you for that. Thank you for all your texts this week. Been another good week. Patton Hills coming up after 6 a.m. for our Queensland. This is for our listeners through SCN 1170 a.m. Jimmy's with Greg Alexander to take you through the breakfast show. Our special guests include David Riccio with all the latest NRL headlines and Sydney Kings owner Paul Smith will be on the line as well. Thanks to your company. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll wrap up the weekend of sport on Monday and have a chat with Chris Perkins in America. Breakfast follows the news at 6 and I'll catch you Monday morning from 5am.